Erev Tov, my good friends. Oh, for you, it's Sarayim Tovim. There is a very obvious lesson here, uh, one that uh, we rarely uh, face up to. And that is that there is a war between good and evil in the world. And it's an uncompromising war. It's not a war that can be papered over. It erupts and erupts and erupts. So we see that, uh, let's go through Chumash Bracious, because the Torah is the best commentary on current events. The Torah explains a lot of things for us. But uh, we uh, oftentimes ignore the obvious in order to go for the esoteric. Other Mauritian is created in Ganeda. This week's partnership. By Arlakim Kitov. Everything is good. So there's a force for good in the world. Because their Bonishom said, Kitov. Other Mauritian eats from the eight Sadas. By eating from the eight sadas, and I'm not, I, we don't know anything that went on in Chumash Bereshit. That's my preamble. I don't know what that means, even. But in any event, what happened was that by eating from the eight sadas, there entered the power of evil in the world. So now, human beings have a choice. Adam and Chava have two sons, Cain and Hevel. The Rabboni Shalom, so to speak, is more favorable towards Hevel because he represents good in the world. But Hevel means nothingness. You can't grasp it. It's not reality. It's a concept. Cain is very upset. What does evil do when it is upset? It murders. That's its natural response. It's been its response for thousands of years. When evil meets good, its intent is to murder good. So Cain kills heaven. So now in the world, the only strong force is evil. And not only that, the Lord protects Cain. You're not allowed to kill Cain. Because that would mean the end of the world completely. And nobody would be here anymore. So after 130 years, again, we understand that. Adam and Chava have another child, Shays. 
famous American name for Jewish boys, Seth. And what him says, Kishosli Elokim ben Zera Acher Achari Hevel Kiharogo Koyim. The Lord has given me a replacement for Hevel because Kayin killed Hevel. So Shais is again a rebirth of the power of good in the world. Now, the power of good operates very slowly. It's the tortoise and the hare. Eventually, it wins. But we all know it's very easy to do an Avera. It's much more difficult to do a mitzvah. Averas are instantaneous. It's what the world calls impulse shopping. I enroll it, your eyes see it, homemade, and your heart desires it, and boom, you bought it. You go home and say, I'm crazy. You're embarrassed to show it to your wife. But that's the power of Ra. It's impulsive. So it's impulsive, and I don't like you, I kill you. That's how I solved the problem. What, I'm going to sit down and have a debate with you? We want to discuss it? Maybe you're right. What, are you crazy? I kill you. You're different than I am. If you're different than I am, you disturb me. This is the story of the Jewish people throughout the exile. The only sin that we're guilty of is that we're different. So what do you do? Kill them. So the Mishnah says, Asura Doros Ten generations go by. And the story of evil is so strong that the world cannot exist. The power of good, Noah and his small family, that's the end of the world. The Medrash tells us that they wanted to kill Noah. They want to prevent him from getting on the boat. Again, however we understand that. So the power of good survives in the world. It's the story of the Mabu. But because within every human being, the power of evil is also present, So Noah has three sons, Shem, Chom, and Yephes. So Shem is a righteous person. Shem builds a yeshiva. Again, I don't know what it looked like. It certainly didn't look like Lakewood. I don't know what Chazal are telling us there. But anyway, there's an institution for goodness in the world. That's what the yeshiva Shem Haver was. The power of goodness, of being decent and being moral, of being helpful, of recognizing the Creator. But he has a son, Chom. 
combers the power of evil. Impulsive. Sexually depraved. Resentful of everybody. So now you have set up again the power of good and shame and the power of evil and chon. You have a third son, Yephus. Yephus is uh, uh, power of meat. What an actor. Yephus. Yephus looks so nice. But there's a condition for Yephus. The Ishkon Bo'olei shame that he should vote on the side of goodness. So the world is pretty much Yefes, right? The United Nations is Yefes. They do a lot of good things. But they preserve evil. So then the, the Mishnah tells us, Asura Doros Minoach It's going to be another ten generations. However, we count them. And there comes a man, Avraham. Avraham is the power of goodness. The latent power of goodness that lies within human beings. And that's what it means. He calls in the name of God is goodness. In English, it's even the same spelling, same word. Savram is kind to people. He's a moral person. And he's alone in the world. Because goodness is always lonely. If you want to have a good time, you have a lot of people come. You want to say we're going to stay up all night and learn? Not so much. Avram is lonely. Avram is lonely. He's on one side, everybody's on the other side. And goodness has to make war in order to survive. So Avram has to fight with the Malachim. Avram has to buy property at exorbitant prices because nobody wants him in their neighborhood. Even dead, they don't want him in his neighborhood. And Avram has a child. Yishwat. Who was again the anti-force, the goodness. 
the Torah tells us. Did you see the videos? That's what a periodon looks like. You can do anything. No moral inhibition whatsoever. And if the Torah says, who ye periodon, the Chafetz Chaim says, even if he's a doctor or a professor, he's also a periodon. Again, as we could see him with our own eyes. So in order to counter the force of evil, so heaven gives Avram a miraculous son, Yitzchak. Give Yitzchak Yikari Lechazora. The power of goodness will survive in Yitzchak. But again, the power of goodness is always on the sacrificial altar. It's always one step from being slaughtered. For all sorts of reasons. Because the power of evil has many reasons. Money, physical desire, acceptance, honor, Power, power of good has no, uh, doesn't bring anything with it. Yet within all of us, we want to be remembered as a good person. You know, I've heard, uh, I'm sure you have too, many uh, funeral eulogies. I never heard anybody get up and say, this guy got the last nickel out of every deal. No one wants to be remembered for that. Even though that may have been true. And that was him. But you don't say that. Because that's not what you're proud of. Because now when it's all over, you know, there are no nickels anymore anyway. So what do you want? And Yitzchak has with Avimelech, and they steal his wife, and they give his wife back, and that's evil. That's all part. That's called woke today. You want something? Take it. I feel like it. And Yitzchak and Rivka also have two sons. Esau and Yaakov. Again, good and evil. Esau doesn't like Yaakov. So he said, the time will come, I'll kill him. That's the solution. You're back to Cain. Evil always is back to Cain. That's the solution. Somebody that I feel is in my way, 
or causes me discomfort, kill him. So Yaakov, the power of goodness, has to undergo exile. Runs away to the house of love in 20 years. The house of love is a terrible place. Yaakov has to fight every minute for survival. Cheated over and over again. Gnufsi Yom, Gnufsi Loila. And it's always Yaakov's fault. I always thought the post success, Yaakov So if you look at the story of Yaakov, doesn't look like the you know our simple understanding of Emmets. He uh, got dressed up to, to somehow in one way or another fool his father in order to gain brachers. What's Titan Emmets Liakov mean? Yaakov wanted always to pursue the truth. Goodness looks for the truth. And even when it is not itself the truth, its goal is the truth. And evil's goal is always false, fake world, fake news, delusions. The unreal world. So Yaakov has 12 sons and one daughter. Each of the sons on his own is the power of good. The shift they call the tribes of Israel. Ruvain, Shimon, Levi. Yehuda, Sachar, Zvulun, Don, Naftali, God, Osher, Yosef, Binyamin, each one is, is a giant. So good, so now the power of good is powerful because you got 12, 13. And now we can take on Esau. And that's what the Torah tells us in the confrontation between Yaakov and Esau. That when Esau saw the family of Yaakov, that's when he backed off. But there's one problem. They can't get along with each other. Got twelve great people, holy and pious, and the one of them is different. 
and their father recognizes that he's different, they can't tolerate that. He went to the wrong yeshiva. He's got the wrong ashkofa. You got to get rid of them. Now they, in their power of good, are overtaken by the power of evil. And therefore, Shimon and Levi, L'chuven Argeu again, let's kill him. The ultimate solution always. The ultimate solution to all human problems is war. It's been that way from time immemorial. Let's kill him. Not only that, we will mutilate him. Throw him in the pit. The nearer my year, the dreamer, his fantasies, okay, we'll take care of it. These are holy people that are doing this. But the power of good resides in Yosef. When the world needs a savior from its famine, it's only the power of good that can help. Someone else would have hoarded all of the food, raised the price. This is your chance. Yosef opens all the borders. Everybody can come and buy. Call Oretz went down to Mitzrayim to buy. Doesn't sound like a Jewish businessman to me. But that's the power of good. People will survive. They'll have what to eat. And heaven, which is always running the show, whether we recognize it or not, and there are times that it's clearer than other times, and we are living in such a time right now. A week ago, all the geniuses said, Hamas will never attack Israel. It's suicidal, they won't do it. You think you're smart? Okay. You're the best intelligence service in the world. You're the Mossad. You're Shabbat. You're idiots. Dangerous idiots.
So the Lord sent us a wake-up call. And now we're involved in a war. So eventually the brothers unite. Ani Yosef, Once they hear that, oh, you know, once it hits them, so they, they, they can't, they can't continue it. So there are no more demonstrations and there's no more nonsense and there's no more rallies and they're not, shut up, well, forget it. Shtuyot. Two thousand Jews dead so far. It's going to blow up way more than Islam. Their bodies chopped up like like uh, ground meat. And friends of mine that are rabbonim, so they 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 they're all in the oh, army. They're doing, they're in the Hebra Kedisha. There's enough work for the Hebra Kedisha for months to put the pieces together. Let's get back to Yaakov, not the 12 separate. And that's what they said, Shema Yisrael. It's not Yisrael is Yaakov, it's one. Mikamcho Yisrael goyachod boretz. So we are in a struggle of good and evil. That's the only way to look at it, and it's the only way to talk to people about it. It's not Israel, it's not diplomacy, it's not the Middle East, it's good and evil. And there's no middle ground. Chazal said, You have mercy on evil. Evil will get even with you. So for 20 years, we've had mercy on evil. We all knew what Hamas was. So every few years, you know, we knocked down a few buildings. Killed a few of them. But we have mercy on them. We built them a water purification plant. We give them electricity. We let Qatar send in hundreds of millions of dollars every month that they use for weapons. Because we're nice guys. The danger of good is that it's terribly naive. Until there comes a point, 
you know, I remember World War II. I was a child yet, but I was a precocious child, so I remember everything. So there was a British major general that was in charge of the British Air Force. His name was Harris. So they gave him a nickname, Bomber Harris, because every night he sent the British Air Force to bomb Germany. Then he bombed the cities. And after the war, people said he was a murderer. Hitler wasn't the murderer. Bomber Harris was the murderer. But Bomber Harris was good. And Hitler was evil. And when good has to confront evil... There is no middle ground. Even Yefes comes to acknowledge shame. And that's what we have to do. We have to be good people and we have to say we're good people and not be ashamed of it. Not be apologetic. We have to be Open one to another. Stop the nonsense. You're not going to say a prayer for the soldiers? Don't say a prayer. You think that that's what God wants? Okay. But you're an idiot. The whole Jewish people rests on those soldiers. You think there would be a lakewood if God forbid it went underway? They're just waiting to do it. So the Lord sends us a message. Right after the Yom Narayim. Xerah Nechtema Hanashayin Arama. Here's your kvittel. Now, are you good or not? When Yeshua Benun stood at Jericho and a stranger, an angel, appears at the doorsteps, he asks only one question. Doesn't ask him, you know, what yeshiva did you go to? He asked him, Alonu Aptoim Litzorenu, whose side are you on? If you're on the side of good, then you're my man. I don't care what you look like. I don't care. And if you're not on my side, I also don't care what you look like. Because the struggle is that simple. It's the war between good and evil. And Klal Yisrael remains the symbol of good in the world. And that's why it's constantly attacked 
and minimized and vilified because evil can't tolerate it. But we're here and we're going to be here. So, my friends, I'm not a prophet. I don't know what the twists and turns are going to be over the next period of time. I'm an old man that has seen a lot. I've learned in my life not to make judgments not to make prophecies and never to be certain because the creator of us all has so to speak his own ways Don't think you're going to figure it out. Don't think you're going to be interviewed on CNN and explain it. So we have to have faith. That just as he has seen us through all of the terrible, terrible evils until now, he will see us the rest of the way. And we have to do our part. Our part is tefillah. Our part is our part is being good. It's limudat Torah. It's the appreciation of what Torah is. It's the pride of Sher We're special. We're not special because we're supposed to be Hollywood. We're special because we're goodness. And that's what has to be reinforced to our children, to our grandchildren, to our neighbors, to the society. Chazal say you came into the tent of Avram Avinu was open on all sides because goodness envelops everyone. Evil is focused. At the end of the Chumash we will all stand and say Chazak, Chazak, Venis Chazak. Be strong, be strong. Strengthen each other. We could say that now too. We could say it every day of our lives. And that's really what lies before us. There is uh, there are no secrets here. There are no zgulas. There's no magic. None of it. It's good versus evil. There's a story that I read about the Holocaust with which I'm going to conclude. 
There was a Jewish child that was scooped up by the Germans to be delivered to the extermination camp. And he said to the German that was carrying him, leading him, Hamas took a 12-year-old girl. You can do the 12-year-old girl. So the boy said, I know that you're going to take me and kill me. He says, but you're Esau and I'm Yaakov. And even I know you're going to kill me, I'd still rather be Yaakov. We should all attempt to be Yaakov. Titanemus Yaakov. Our pursuit of the right and the truth will see us persevere and we'll be privileged to hear good and happy tidings.